Welcome to the Lisper Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Tyrone, and this is the Lisper. Um, this episode today is going to be about the evolution of TV, like from what I used to watch as a kid up until actually what we're watching now. Well, a lot of people are watching. I ain't watching too much TV nowadays, but we're going to get into that. So let's get started. So when I was a kid, I didn't have cable TV growing up. My mom was not about to pay for cable. My dad basically didn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? My dad didn't give a fuck. It, my dad was like, whatever your mom do, that's it. So my mom handled all the bills, electric bill, gas bills, phone bills, all the bills and stuff. So whatever my mom put on the bills or didn't put on the bills or paid or didn't pay, my dad didn't give a fuck. So it was like my dad wasn't the type of dad that would be like, honey, I want cable TV and we even had cable. No, my dad was like, you know, if it was like, Dad, we want cable, he'd be like, ask your fucking mom. She handled the bills. She she take care of all that. I don't know. Nothing about TV. Nothing about, I don't know nothing about it. So basically, we were growing up, we didn't have cable TV. But when I was a kid, we didn't really need cable TV anyway. Because for real, for real, I went to school and... All the kids talked about they had cable that I, when I didn't have cable when I was a kid, like way back when I was younger, and I went to school in elementary school, and I didn't have cable when I was a kid. All they talked about was, um, like, the music videos for real. That's all the shit that they could watch, like MTV and uh, and The Box. It was this music video show called The Box. People call in and request videos and all that, and kids like that shit. And, um, and MTV was on there. And they used to watch, like, music videos and shit on MTV. But other than that, they didn't really have nothing on cable that they could watch for real that I was excited about, like, that I didn't know about or I didn't care. I don't know. But regular TV was good as shit. Regular TV was good as shit. We had we had uh, VHF channels and UHF channels. We had, like, 3, 6, 10, 12. I'm, I'm talking about in Philadelphia because that's my family in Philadelphia. We had 3... 6, 10, and 12, like ABC, NBC, CBS, and um, PBS was Channel 12. And then we had Channel 17, Philadelphia 17, 29 was Fox, and then um, 57 was, uh, it was it was called Philly 57, then it went to UPN, then it went to CW. But by the time it went to CW, I was kind of grown. And then we had uh, Channel 48. Channel 48 was one of those channels that you, you didn't know you had. And when you turn that click, 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 click dial, it fucking, it would pop up, and you would be like, bam. And I love Channel 48. I didn't really watch it a lot, but I loved it for one reason and one reason only. On Saturday night, me and my little brother found out that they had this show on Channel 48 called Urban Expressions. And Urban Expressions had music videos on there. So they, they it was choppy. You know, the, the, the quality wasn't good. The sound wasn't too good. The channel 48 was like a mixed-up channel you found on your VH3, and you had to move your antenna. It was a bunch of shit. But we could watch music videos on there. So now, even when the kids that did have cable that decided to tease me for not having cable, because they kids tease you for everything. You don't got cable? Ha, ha, ha. Tease the shit out of me. But I ain't give a fuck, because what y'all watching? Nothing. So now I would turn on Channel 48 Urban Expressions watching some music videos. So then when they go to school, they tease me out. I'll be like, oh, I lie and shit. I'll be like, yo, my mom got cable yesterday. And they'd be like, no the fuck, you didn't get no cable. Like, stop a young boy, y'all poor. And I'd be like, oh, well, I saw Dr. Strange Snoop Dogg video last night. Don't, 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 don't. And I, and I can describe the video because I really saw it. 
but I only saw it because, um, you know, I was watching Urban Express on Channel 48, and it wasn't clear. So some of the shit I was getting wrong, like Snoop had on a red shirt, Snoop might have on a blue shirt. You know what I mean? Shit like that. But I could describe the video I confront a little bit. But that all cable was, was like, all the kids that had cable, all they were talking about was music videos. They weren't talking about no real shit. They still watch the shit I watch because, let me tell you something. On regular TV, they had, when I got home from school, they had, the cartoons was popping. Boom. It was cartoons on to, like, it was like G.I. Joe. I think G.I. Joe and Transformers came on when I got home from school. So I would watch G.I. Joe and Transformers. Now, my mom was working a night job, so sometimes... She would leave and go to her night job at like 3 4 o'clock. So that meant I could watch G.I. Joe, Transformers, and then um, around, and then watch something from 4 to 5. I think the Cosby Show started coming on at 5 o'clock. So the Cosby Show was definite watch. And then from then on, we just figured out stuff to watch. Because after the Cosby Show went off, it's like 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock news come on and stuff like that. So we found stuff to watch from like 6 till, um, until we went to bed, um, 17's that movie that used to come on at 8, so most of the time we turned on 17 at 8 o'clock to watch whatever movie that movie came on, but um, I'm going to get into something about movies in a minute, we didn't care about movies, I'm going to tell you why, but anyway, so the Cosby Show was a good show that came on, and if my that's if my mom went to work, now if my mom did not go to work, then there was no, I don't care what you did before 4 o'clock, did your own work, I don't care if you big. I don't care what you did before 4 o'clock. But at 4 o'clock, if my mom was home, TV was going to Oprah Winfrey. If that's what my mom, that's the only thing I think my mom ever really wanted to watch on TV back in the day. It was like, look, I don't give a fuck. If I'm home from work, we watch it Oprah. Oprah Winfrey. And the funny part about watching Oprah was, Oprah was cool. She was fat then, you know, fat Oprah. But the funny thing about watching Oprah at that time and it was real funny to me, but my mom is that my mom barely knew the people that Oprah was having on her fucking show. Because my mom didn't really follow celebrities. My mom didn't really, you know, she watched movies, but she don't really know them people. She don't really follow celebrities. She don't really know who them people's names is. She don't know who them people are that come on Oprah's show. Oprah be like, oh, today's guest is uh, whoever, Samuel Jackson or, you know, it wasn't Samuel Jackson back then, but... Whoever she had on the show, actors back then, maybe old actors, maybe Tom Cruise, or maybe, like, whoever Oprah had on the show, my mom didn't know who the fuck they was at all. She didn't know who they was. They were like, Oprah Winfrey got this guy's mind. Who is that? But she watching it, though. She listening to the Oprah interview because my mom just liked Oprah. She just, Oprah was her bitch. Like, it was like, oh, I'm going to watch Oprah. I don't care who she got on the show. Oprah can have a clan member on the show and be like, guess what, um, special Ku Klux Klan member, and he's a friend of mine, I might join the, I might be the first black woman to join the clan, and my mom be right there with her Pepsi, it became, it went from Pepsi to Diet Pepsi, but it was still Pepsi, with her Pepsi, and her, um, and she'd be like, go ahead, Oprah, join the clan, baby, you know, because my mom, you know, she just loves Oprah, so if my mom was home at 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock, we was watching Oprah Winfrey, and we ain't care. We even gonna watch TV anyway. It ain't matter. We sit down. Okay, Oprah's on. We gotta watch Oprah. But TV was good. They had um real sitcoms. It was real sitcoms. It was um different strokes, facts of life. Um, Family Ties came on. I think Family Ties came on like six thirty seven o'clock. So it was different strokes, facts of life. 
Family Ties. Of course, it was um the Cosby Show. And then they had little shows sprinkled in there. We could watch sometimes, like, one day at a time. And um, Good Times, Good Times was old, but Good Times still used to come on. And it would be like one day at a time, Good Times. It was a show called Just the Ten of Us I used to watch sometimes. It was like a lot of, but they were good family sitcoms. They were great, like, good family sitcoms. Like, everybody could sit down together and watch these sitcoms and laugh and all that. And at night, at night, the Jeffersons would come on and, um, and all in the family. Now, we're supposed to be going to bed. I had a TV in my room, and we supposed to be going to bed. But I knew that my dad was going to watch the Jeffersons and all in the family. So I got slick because my mom and dad never went. Once they went to bed, they never really came out their room. But but my dad would, um, he could tell my TV was on because he would um hear shit. Like, like, he would hear stuff. So I had to watch what they was watching because my dad listened to the TV real loud. Now, I can hear my dad's room door open because it was creaky. So as soon as my dad's room door open, I cut my TV right the fuck off. It go black in my room, and he don't know. But when I cut it back on, I had to watch whatever he was watching. And I would turn the sound all the way down, and I would listen from his TV. So if I watch it all in the family, I can hear because my dad, everything else was pitch black in the house. Everything was quiet in that house. So I can hear my dad's TV in my room. So I didn't watch nothing different. So that just in case my dad wouldn't hear a different sound, you know, from his room and my room. So I also at nighttime, I watched All in the Family and the Jeffersons and Maud. It was a show called Maud, too. And then there's Maud. They used to come on, too. And I used to watch that. Now, I'm a kid. And All in the Family had a lot of political issues, a lot of racist issues, a lot of stuff like that. And Maud, Maud was a crazy show. These motherfuckers... When I got grown and I watched more, and I realized all these motherfuckers on more was alcoholics, and the shit was just some crazy shit on more, I didn't know as a kid. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. All I know is I wanted my TV on, and I was listening to the shows, and I was watching them. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know about none of that political shit on All in the Family. I didn't know about none of that racist shit on All in the Family, for real. I know, he, I know Honky and, and Nigga was being fed a little bit. I know that, but I ain't know, you know, it was all like that. And then Maud, I was just, when I got grown, I heard saw Maud on TV. I said, this Maud, I remember this. And I watched the episode of Maud. I said, oh, shit, Maud's fucked up. This is a fucked up show. And I was watching it when I was a kid. I ain't know all these people was alcoholics and fucking weirdos. But Maud was cool because I liked the theme song. And then there's Maud. And then there's Maud. I used to fucking wait for that song to come on and shit. Like, yo, there's Maud. But that was another thing. But anyway, we had real sitcoms to watch. I ain't never watched the dudes. We had sitcoms to watch, and we had all that shit to watch. Now, the evolution of regular TV, regular TV did not evolve at all. Regular TV kind of went the fuck backwards. It really did. It kind of went the fuck backwards. It's like, when I was a kid and I watched regular TV, like no cable, no nothing, it was like I said, we had sitcoms. We had, oh, shit. We had TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. We had Thank God it's Friday and everybody watched that shit. I don't care who you was. I don't care if you had cable. If you was a kid when TGIF was popping, you watched that shit, yo. You watched that shit. Because it went, it had like Perfect Strangers and then Perfect Strangers looped off the Family Matters and then it was like Full House. Everybody watched Full House. Everybody wanted to see Michelle and all that shit. That, and 
Everybody watched Full House. And then um, Family Matters came on. Everybody watched Family Matters, too, because everybody wanted to see fucking Steve Urkel and all that shit. So if you had cable, you didn't have cable. Every kid, even a lot of adults, watched that fucking TGIF. Now, it was Family Matters and Full House was the two mainstays. It was like Full House came on first, and then Family Matters came on. You watched Steve Urkel and Michelle. Then after that, they kept sprinkling different shows and trying to make it work. I think just the ten of us were going TGIF for a little while. They sprinkled. The last two shows for TGIF was like hit or miss. It was like, uh, you might you might like it, you might not. You got different shows. But they never, they, they changed those time slots a lot for different shows. But I'm telling you right now, 8 o'clock Friday night, Full House and Family Matters was coming back to back. 8, 8.30, 8 o'clock Full House, 8.30 Family Matters. That was the mainstay. And then, you know, the, the 9 o'clock, the 10 o'clock shit, you, whatever show popped. That's what show probably stayed on for two or two seasons in that slot. But whatever. But we watched CGIF, too. But now, like I said, the evolution of regular TV went bad. It was like we had real sitcoms, and then all of a sudden, it became like court shows and Jerry Springer and Mari Povich and Steve Wilkos and all of this shit and cheaters. Now, all day long, all you can watch is court shows and cheaters and Mari Povich. And, and fucking Steve Wilkos and fucking, um, and fucking Jerry Springer. And it's like all day, it's like, Cheetahs come on 9 o'clock in the morning. And then Cheetahs come on again at 9.30. Then Jerry Springer come on at 10 o'clock. Mari Povich come on at 1. Mari Povich come on at 3. And then sprinkled in between there, you got divorce court, lover's court, fighting court, court court, house court. It's like just Judy, just Matthew. It's like fucking 25 court shows. I was watching TV with my dad the other day. It was a court show man and a woman on there, and they was um, debating, the court was about whether or not another man and woman was cheating on each other or something. It was like a man was testifying that he wasn't cheating on his wife. Like, she took him to court to see if he was cheating. It was some crazy shit. Cheaters is a good show, though. I like it. It's funny. But still, it was like, you can't watch shit on regular TV nowadays. And even PBS, PBS used to have all the shows, Reed Rainbow. And all the shows that painting guy, reading Rainbow, all this shit. Now, I turn on, even when you turn on PBS, it's like Sesame Street. And then it's like some documentaries or something. It's like bullshit. Reading Rainbow ain't on there. You know, it's like, oh, you can watch a little bit of Arthur, I guess. It's like bullshit. Even Sesame Street became bullshit. Sesame Street used to be so fucking cool. You used to uh, actually see Sesame Street. I tried to watch Sesame Street the other day. All you see is Elmo. It's just, it's just Elmo and, and a bunch of bullshit, like... It ain't right. They don't have the whole segments. They don't have the Kermit the Frog segments, the new Kermit the Frog news no more. They don't have the Count segments no more. They don't have the, like, Ernie and Bert. Ernie and Bert used to be have segments in the crib, but they used to be chilling, and you used to be like, Ernie would do some crazy shit, and Bert be like, Ernie, what the fuck you doing? You know what I mean? And they be having their little spit and fat, their little conversations and shit. They don't do that shit no more. It's like, who the fuck? Like, this ain't Sesame Street. This is, um... That's some bullshit, too. Like, y'all changed Sesame Street up. Y'all fucked it up. I ain't watching. I'm not watching. But my kids didn't really watch Sesame Street anyway, so whatever. But anyway, yeah, they got the um court shows and all that. And then at night, they used to have sitcoms. They still got sitcoms that people can watch. Like, um, like the sitcoms that people can watch, like Modern Family. They, that comes on regular TV. And then... What else? The um the one with the crazy with the kids with all them scientists. 
The Big Bang Theory. That's a cool sitcom from a regular TV. They have How I Met Your Mother. That's a cool sitcom from a regular TV. The problem is them sitcoms are cool for adults. Them sitcoms are like Maud and All in the Family and the Jeffersons was to me. It wasn't like different strokes. It wasn't, them sitcoms are not like different strokes. Them sitcoms is not like the Cosby Show or, or Full House or none of that. No. These sitcoms are sitcoms where you got to be an adult to really get the joke. You got to be an adult to really even watch them almost sometimes. They're they pushing the borderline of what kids can actually see. Now, they're good shows. They're funny. I like them as an adult, but my kids can't sit there. My kids watch The Big Bang Theory with me because they, they watch it with me and they think some of the characters are funny, but they don't know what the fuck's going on on that show for real. Half of the issues and half of the jokes, my kids do not get it because them shows aren't for kids. So there's not any wholesome family sitcoms on regular TV where all the family and the kids and the little kids can all sit down and get the jokes and laugh and all that. No, they don't have that shit no more. There's no more full houses. There's no more family matters. There's nothing like that now. There's there's only, like, adult-oriented sitcoms. And then after that, there's, like, Law and & Order and Blue Blood and Cop Shows and, and fucking uh, rescue shows and all of this shit, Blue Bloods and, and 911 Rescue and all of this shit. There's not any kind of, like, family sitcoms. And I guess because regular TV just gave up. I guess regular, you know, Grey's Anatomy and all that stuff and, like, Scandal and How, how to Get Away with Murder and shit like that, those are good shows for, like, adults to watch. They don't have cable, like, old people watch that shit. And there's, there's a lot of young people that watch, like, you know, Scandal and all that shit. But that shit is not for kids. That shit is not wholesome. That shit is not shit like that's not, like, TGIF. Like, the whole family can sit down and watch. So I think regular TV kind of gave up. I think when that cable boom really hit and, and regular TV was getting really fucked and then it came to the point where, like, like you almost had to have cable, so everybody kind of had cable. I think regular TV was just like, look, we're going to put on the staples. We're going to keep on, like, Law and Order because they the staples and all that. And if we get a hit show that people watch, we'll keep that on. But other than that, you know, we're not trying to do nothing. All the new shows that come on regular TV follow the brands of the old shows that's being watched. That's why you got all them cop shows. That's why you got all them Law and Order type shows. That's why you got all them CIS type shows because those are the shows on regular TV that was getting watched. Those are the shows on regular TV that was hit before. And so they just, like, they follow in the pattern of the shows that have hit. And then the shows that's not hit, they take them right off. I remember before a show would be on three years. Now a show would be on fucking... You might see two episodes of the show, and then they'd be like, oh, man, two episodes, they ain't watch the show, pull it. You know, where that show was at that I watched yesterday? Now it's canceled. Oh, shit, they ain't fucking around. They canceled the show already, you know? But that's whatever. Now, as far as movies, People's like, oh, you got to get cable because the regular TV don't have movies no more. They used to, Channel 17 used to show movies every night. From 8 to 10, Channel 17 had a movie on. Now, they was old-ass movies. You know, they was edited for TV. They was old and edited, and it wasn't, they wasn't that great. Like, you could never watch Pulp Fiction on regular TV, for real, I don't think. But it was still cool, you know, that you could see some kind of movie. And some of those movies were good. Some of those movies were not even well-known movies, but they'd still be kind of decent. And then on Halloween, they used to play all the horror movies. You didn't see none of the real killing shit, because they had to edit it for TV, for regular TV. On regular TV, you can't see shit. You couldn't see shit. You couldn't hear a customer. You couldn't see a knife. You couldn't see blood. So it was, like, corny. Like, Nightmare on Street was corny and shit on regular TV, but at least it was on. At least you could say, you know, you saw it. You watched it a little bit, something, something. But we didn't worry about watching movies 
because they had um, West Coast Video, and they had little video stores where you could rent um, movies. Not Blockbuster. Blockbuster was more like DVDs. Blockbuster was more past my time. But back in the day when they had VHSs out, there was West Coast Video. And then my dad found this little rinky-dink store on 52nd Street that used to rent videos. And my dad used to go there. I think West Coast to rent a VHS was like $2.50 to rent it for a night or two nights or something like that. But my dad found a video store on 52nd Street that rented movies for like a dollar fifty or something. Like you could rent a VHS for like a dollar fifty a night or a dollar fifty for two nights or whatever. I know my dad would go rent movies on Friday and we would take them back like Monday. So whatever the price was from Friday to Monday, it was cheap as shit. My dad was like paying like two dollars something to rent movies. So my dad, who was a pirate, my dad was a video movie pirate. He said, like, in the worst word, he couldn't bootleg. If my dad could figure out a way to bootleg, he would have been a bootlegger for real in these movies. But he couldn't bootleg because he didn't have, like, camera equipment. He wasn't going to the movies to make no bootleg video, video tapes. But he was a pirate. My dad would go in there every Friday and rent five or six movies and come home and tape them. Yep. He would hook up one. He had two VCRs, one for recording and one for playing. And my dad would rent movies. Put them on his TV, play them, and rent blank videotapes and record the movie. So he would, so now all the new movies that came out on VHS, as soon as they come out, if my dad wanted to see it, he'd go in there and fucking do his little piracy thing, do his little dubbing, and he would steal the movies. He would go and rent them and, and retape them. So we didn't have to worry about, like, even if they wanted to teach you, even if kids were saying they was watching movies on cable. Guess what? We was watching better movies than they was watching. Because you know the process of movies. They go in the theater, and then it goes on DVD. Well, you go, now it goes on DVD or Blu-ray or digital download. There's so many ways to get movies now. Streaming service, DVD, Blu-ray, digital download, like TV. Like movies, you can see a movie on it. Look, you, sometimes you might can look up in the sky and be like, hey, they playing the movie on the moon. I don't fucking know. But they got so many ways to get movies now. But back then, it was like movie went from the movie theater, and then you had to wait like a year, and then it went on uh, VHS. And then and then cable would get it after that. So when people would be like, "Oh, we watch movies on cable," it's like, "Yeah, but uh, I'm watching a movie that came. I'm watching a, a newer movie than you." Yeah, because my dad rented it and then he dubbed it, so I can watch it anytime I want. You gotta wait till it come on and see if it come on. Like, you want to see the new Nightmare on Street Three? What? Dream Warriors? What? I watched Dream Warriors eighteen times this month. Freddy Krueger's killing them. I watched it eighteen times, and it ain't on cable yet. No, nope. no, nope. I got the tape. Your dad bought a video? No, my dad didn't buy shit. I ain't gonna tell him that my dad didn't buy the shit. I'd be like, yeah, my dad buy movies all the time. My dad don't buy movies. My dad rent them motherfuckers, dub them, steal them. And then, the, and then the funny part was the VHS tapes that he used to buy, you couldn't, it had like 10 hours on the tapes. Them tapes had like 10 hours worth of um tape time. The movie was like an hour and a half, two hours top back in the day. So my dad would have a VH1 tape, and they would have, a, I mean, not a VH1, what I'm talking about VH1. My dad would have a video tape, like a VHS yeah, VHS tape and videotape, whatever, and it would have a label on it, like a sticker on there, a label, and 
it would have five movies on that fucking label. So, like, it would be Nightmare on Street 3, Transformers, the movie, fucking Quiet Cool, fucking, you know, Top Gun, fucking whatever. All the movies. And they would have five movies on that one tape. So you could put that tape in on a, on a Wednesday. I mean, not Wednesday, like on a Sunday morning or something when we ain't have school. And you can watch that tape all day. Boom, just pop it in and sit down and movie, 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 movie. Get some popcorn. My dad didn't buy um, microwave popcorn. My dad actually, like, my dad would put grease in a pan and actually pop up popcorn. Like, put grease in a pan, put the kernels in a pan, shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. And actually pop popcorn himself. Like, he knew how to do it. So we were getting, like, popcorn, like, really made popcorn. Um, oh, the other thing that I forgot about TV back in the day was wrestling. I was a big wrestling fan. I loved wrestling a lot. I loved it a lot. So I would um watch wrestling on Saturday mornings. Like, Saturday morning cartoons would come on. Yeah, the Saturday morning cartoons would come on. Bam, watch all your Saturday morning cartoons. And then, like, around 10 o'clock, like WWF Superstars, WWF Spotlight, and then WCW uh, would come on too. So I could watch WWF at 10, 10 to 11, and then 11 to 12, and then 12 o'clock I could switch over and watch WCW, and that was great. And I used to watch that shit all the time. And then Cable um, got Monday Night Raw, and I never could watch Monday Night Raw because I didn't have cable, but at the time that Monday Night Raw actually started getting popping was the time when I was almost grown, and I could, uh, like, I could make a decision now when I went to my, when I moved out that I could have cable in my own apartment, but before that I couldn't watch Monday Night Raw because I didn't have cable, but at least I had, um, wrestling on Saturday mornings that I could watch. I could see Hulk Hogan and shit, Ultimate Warrior and shit. I could see that shit on Saturday mornings. And then my friend down the street, they used to have a uh, cable, and they had um, a chips, a uh, jacked-up box so that they could watch the pay-per-views. So when I wanted to see, like, WrestleMania and, and shit like that, I would just go down to their house on Sunday and go watch WrestleMania with them. And they chipped little box. They were still on, like, the WWE pay-per-views. So I would watch that with them. But for the most part, I could watch wrestling on Saturday mornings. And then WWE just was like, you know what? Fuck regular TV. We ain't putting no more wrestling shows on the Saturday morning corny head shows. We just got Raw. And then SmackDown was on regular TV for a while. Like, okay, at least I can watch Friday Night SmackDown on regular TV and still watch some wrestling. And then SmackDown went to cable. Then was like, fuck it. Now, if you want to watch wrestling, you got to have cable. But ain't nobody paying for cable just to watch fucking wrestling. Like, I couldn't convince my mom. Like, mom, we need to get cable. Why? Because I want to watch wrestling. My mom be like, Tyrone, um, if you're not going to pay to watch cable, we not getting it, and that's it, and that's it, and I go to my dad like that, don't you want to watch wrestling, I want to watch wrestling, but your mom ain't getting cable, so fuck it, you know, I'm going to watch wrestling, fuck it, my dad didn't give a fuck, like, he would miss wrestling, and my dad loved wrestling, but if my mom ain't getting cable, my dad ain't watching wrestling, he don't give a fuck, he'd be like, well, I guess I can't see no wrestling, I don't see no wrestling there, and then he, and then when I got cable, my dad would never come over my house. I'd be like, Dad, roll on Monday night. You want to come watch it? And I might come. I don't know. I don't know. But then I get to his house, and I got it. My dad was like, I got to tell this motherfucker everything. It's like, yo, you watch wrestling last night? Yeah, who won the belt? Who got the belt? Who doing this? Who doing that? I'm like, Dad, just come over my house. Watch the wrestling your fucking self. No, no, no. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. But tell me, who won? Who won? John Cena's still there. John Cena's kicking ass. Oh, shit, boy. I like that. You can just come in my house and watch wrestling. Or you can just get cable. We all don't got no kids home no more. We all grown now out the house. They still don't get cable. Like that. Y'all can get cable now. Y'all can afford it. Y'all ain't got to feed us. 
Y'all ain't got to fucking give us no money. Well, they do got to give us some money sometimes. Like, everybody need help every now and then. So sometimes the parents do got to still give you some fucking money. But that's different. That ain't what we're talking about. But anyway, yeah, so got to watch wrestling. Whatever. So anyway, um, so then that was that. So we had the movies. We had the regular sitcoms. We was doing all right. And then I found a way, like I said, Channel 48 had the music videos. So I found a way to watch the music videos. So we was doing all right. But then, like I said, when I got grown, I just had to get cable. And the thing was, it was part of me was, like, I got to get cable because I never had cable. And part of me was, like, I just want cable. You know what I mean? I just want it because I never had it growing up as a kid. And it's like I'm in an opportunity now and I'm grown and I can pay my own, my own bills. I can have cable. And, um... So I'm getting cable TV, and it was in my back of my head, like, a lot of stuff you do when you were a kid that you feel deprived of, or a lot of stuff you do when you were a kid that you feel like was poor people's shit, you, you go back, and you get grown, and you're like, you don't want to do it. It was like, when I was a kid, I'll fuck a oodle and noodle up, like, oodles and noodles was the shit, peanut butter jelly was the shit, you know what I mean, you, you, you made whatever, like, I used to make mayonnaise sandwiches, now that's nasty. They taste good, though. Don't even front. A mayonnaise sandwich tastes fucking good. You know what I mean? It tastes good. When I was a kid, I used to like eating mayonnaise sandwiches. Fuck them up. Make a syrup sandwich. Syrup sandwich, too. Put some bread down. Put some syrup on it. Put enough piece of bread on there. A fucking syrup sandwich. I made fucking syrup sandwiches. I made fucking mayonnaise sandwiches. I didn't make mustard sandwiches. Mustard sandwiches sound nasty. It was like, no, mustard. You can, no, you can't make a mustard sandwich. And I can't make a fucking... um what it's called, ketchup sandwich, because I didn't never like ketchup, but mayonnaise sandwiches, I made them all the time, syrup sandwich, I made a motherfucking syrup sandwich all the time, and I ate oodles and noodles whenever we had oodles and noodles, but then when I got grown, as an adult, I'm like, yo, I'm not about to make no mayonnaise sandwich, I'm not about to make no syrup sandwich, even though, because it's nasty for real, like, as an adult, your mindset goes to, like, you can't make a mayonnaise sandwich or syrup sandwich, because it's nasty, but my mindset goes to, like, I don't have to eat a mayonnaise sandwich now. I'll be man. I'll make mayonnaise sandwiches because we ain't had no cheese and no meat, but we had some mayonnaise, so it's like fuck it. But reality, it tastes good, but it ain't taste good enough for me to be a grown up and make it. It wasn't that damn good. It wasn't good like I like mayonnaise sandwiches. I got meat and cheese in the refrigerator. I ain't putting it on there. No, it wasn't that fucking good. No, 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 no. And I ain't never making a syrup sandwich. The syrup sandwiches weren't really even good. It's just like, I got to put something on this motherfucking bread. When I'm hungry, I'm going to eat this bread. I got to put something on it. We ain't even got no mayonnaise. Now I got to put syrup on there. And I used to do other shit. Sugar water? I used to drink sugar water. We got sugar. We got water. We ain't got no Kool-Aid. Fuck it. Put a little bit of sugar in the water. Fucking sweeten it up. I'm drinking that shit. Sugar water. Sweet water. My dad was kind of cool, too. My dad figured out ways to do that shit, too. Like, my dad would go and buy these gallon juices. They had gallon juices, like orange drink or, or grape drink or lemon drink. They had, like, big gallon ones, and they was real sweet, like, like, sweet, like, black Kool-Aid. They was real, like, real, real sweet. So what my dad would do, he would buy one, and then he would take another jug, gallon jug, and fill it up halfway with water and split them, and we would have two of them motherfuckers. And they were still good, like, it was still good juice. Because my dad knew, he was like, this shit is so sweet that I could probably fucking remix it. So my dad made two juices, but I'm getting off the topic. We were talking about TV, talking about TV. So, yeah, when I was grown, I was like, yo... I'm getting cable because I didn't have cable as a kid, and I'm getting cable. And then I got cable TV, and I watched wrestling, 
Monday Night Raw, and I watch ESPN. I watch a lot of ESPN because, you know, I can watch sports highlights and sports shows that I didn't get and all of that shit that I, you know, didn't get to watch, basketball, football. You know, you had to, you can watch a little bit of basketball and football on regular TV, but you ain't had TNT or TBS or that played the um, night games or whatever. All you had was M- uh, the NBA on NBC. Sometimes ABC would get the finals, like the playoffs and shit like that. But you couldn't watch, like, on a Wednesday night, you couldn't watch basketball on regular TV. And then the football shit, you can watch whatever game came on Sunday on regular TV, you can watch it. So the Eagles game you can watch, and then you can watch one more game, and then that's it. You can watch Monday Night Football. And then cable took Monday Night Football. You couldn't watch that. So it was like, yeah. So I got to watch more sports on cable. I got to watch wrestling on cable. I got to watch um, ESPN. Even, you know, ESPN sports highlights and all that shit. I like all that shit. And then I like the ESPN talk, you know, the shows they come out with on ESPN. I was watching that. And then, like, HBO had the movies on Saturday night. So you watch the movie. But then cable ain't that great either. There was no fucking sitcom. Even on cable, you still didn't have sitcoms. You had more cartoons and more, like, cartoony shit and more kids shit to watch. But it was like cable was like kids shit. It's cartoons, and this is cartoons, and this is kids shit, Spongebob shit, kids shit, cartoons, and then this is adult shit. So there still wasn't, like, a lot of shows or a lot of things on there that me and my kids can both sit down at the same time. I had to watch cartoons with my kids, and, you know, I laughed at some of the shit. Spongebob is funny. Some of these cartoons are funny. Some of this shit is weirdo shit that I'm like, yo, I don't even know if my kids should watch it. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is y'all watching? Like, these people got powers in their belly buttons? Belly button powers, some shit. I'm not watching this. I don't even know if y'all should be watching it. But some shit was all right. Like, SpongeBob was funny. I could sit down and watch SpongeBob with the kids because they laugh and I'm laughing at some of the shit too. SpongeBob's all right. So there were some cartoons that you could watch together. And like I said, there were some sitcoms that my kids would watch some sitcoms with me. But they didn't really, like, know what was going on on some of the jokes. But they could watch some of it, but it wasn't like nothing like the Cosby Show, nothing like Different Strokes, nothing like Family Matters, nothing like that that everybody can sit down and watch and enjoy together. But anyway, so I was watching, um, like I said, a lot of sports, a lot of wrestling. A lot, it wasn't really too much else to watch. It wasn't really like cable is really bullshit for real. It's like a lot of shit. You watch your old shows. Like I turn on TV One, I'm watching Jeffersons, I'm watching Maul, I'm watching, um. Good times, a lot of good times, a lot of one day at a time and shit like that. I'm watching shit that I watched as a kid on regular TV. I'm like, this is some bullshit. And then at first I was all into, when I first got grown, I was all into the music videos. Like, I was watching 106 and Pot, BT was the shit. You could see Martin on there, but you could see Martin on regular TV when it first came on. But now you can see Martin on there. BT was kind of like my short shot. But then after a while, I got older. I don't give a fuck about the music videos like I said. Y'all know, if y'all listen to my first podcast, I barely care about music nowadays. And that started, like, years and years ago. I didn't give a fuck about music videos. I've been stopped watching them. So now, I don't really give a fuck about 106 and Park. Like, I haven't seen 106 and Park. 106 and Park don't even exist no more, I don't think, right now. But I haven't seen it in years and years and years. I've been stopped watching. And then, um, so, yeah, so cable wasn't all that exciting for me. It was like, yo, what the fuck? And then all the sick, all the shows that I watched were on HBO. I watched some shows on HBO. Some sitcoms on HBO, Ballers. Well, Ballers is kind of newer, but I was watching 
you know, no, I wasn't really watching sitcoms on HBO. Showtime was the show I was watching the shows on. I was watching Homeland. I started watching Shameless. I think Weeds was on Showtime. Weeds was my shit on Showtime. But HBO had, um, HBO had True Blood. I was watching the shit out of True Blood, Vampires and shit like that. I used to watch that. So, you know, I watched some shit on cable. But I still was glad I had it. I still was like, yo, I got cable. I still was glad my kids had it. I was like, my kids can go to school and stuff. Anything that kids is watching, my kids can watch. And we had every channel. So anything that my kids, that t- people were telling my kids, they were seeing the kids were saying at school, my kids come home and say, Dad, like these kids are watching this show on such and such and such. And I go, you can watch it. Turn it on. You can watch it. You know what I mean? So my kids never had to worry about other kids telling them what they was watching. They didn't have to go to school and lie and shit, act like they saw shit they ain't see, or, or, or watch Channel 48, watch the videos on there, and then try to fucking match them up, choppy videos. They ain't had to do all that because we had cable TV. So that was cable back then. And I was just like, you know, cable's all right. It's good. And then some crazy shit. Happened to cable TV. Remember how I said regular TV started going, okay, we ain't getting no viewers. Let's just do cheaters, cheaters, court shows, court shows, you know, Mario Poverty, Wilco's, all these different, like, crazy talk shows. It ain't really talk shows. It's like bullshit, like, who's the daddy shit? Or did you did you touch my baby butt? Somebody touched my baby. My baby said somebody touched his butt, Steve. Somebody touched my baby's butt, and it wasn't me. You know, all that, that's it. You know, you know, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go back. I was kind of laughing, and I was kind of making a joke about it. And I'm going to go back and say, touching baby butts ain't no fucking joke for her. It's not. I got a bunch of daughters, and I'm telling you what my mindset is. If you touch one of my daughters' butt, and you're a pedophile, and you, and you like that, they shouldn't even send you to prison. They should send you to me. They should send you to the dads or the uncles or whoever got that. You know, every child has some man in their life that got their fucking back. And that's what they should do. They should be like, oh, you want to touch a baby's ass? You want to touch some kid's butt? Well, here you go. Here go uh, a cage. And um, we're going to put you in this cage. And then whenever the uncles and the daddies get here, you're going to be in there with them motherfuckers. And they're going to have weapons. And you're not. Like, we about to get you fucked up. And if you're there, then they should do like the shit. Like on uh, Rocky IV, they should have somebody. They should get Dolph Lundgren. They should just go back and find Dolph Lundgren old ass and put him outside of those cages. While to me, if you touch my baby butt, I'm going to be in there. I'm going to be in that cage with you. And me and my dad going to be in that cage. Me and Bubble, we're going to be in that cage with you. Matter of fact, me, Bubble, and Dubber, and Zach going to be in that cage with you. Me, Bubble, and my sister and husband, we're going to be in that cage with you. We're going to have some weapons. We ain't going to need no weapons. Yeah, we ain't gonna need no weapon. You put me, Bubba, with my sister and husband in the cage with a motherfucker that touched one of my kids' butts or one of my niece's butts, or even my nephew's, one of my nephew's butts. We ain't gonna be in that cage. You ain't gonna need no weapons. You're gonna get fucked up. But they should have Dolph London stand outside the cage, like, and had that face like he had on Rocky Four and go, if he dies, he dies. Because that way it's like, y'all not even gonna get in trouble if y'all kill this motherfucker. But I don't wanna kill him. I don't wanna kill him. I wanna put him in that cage. Matter of fact, he can't go to jail. It'd be like this. You put him in a cage, and you send him, you sentence him to prison, too, right? And, like, every three months, or every two months, or how long your prison time got, every three months, he got to come back in the cage again. Like, every three months, we get to go back 
and fuck this nigga up again. Like, every three months, it's like, oh, three months up, it's time to go beat that nigga ass. Like, it's time to go beat that pedophile up. Let's do it. And I would even volunteer, I would even volunteer to get in the cage with pedophiles that I didn't even fucking, that didn't even touch my kids. It'd be like, oh, any, I will be here every week to fuck one of them up. If these kids, the kids that's in here, the kids he in here for don't got no uncle, no dad, no brother, I'll be here. Next week, I'll be here. Who is it? I'm going to fuck them up. We getting in the cage. I'm going to do that. But anyway, that's what regular TV went to. And then cable TV went on some crazy other shit, too. Cable TV went on to some crazy other shit. It was just like, yo, we going to start doing reality shows. And we're going to do reality shows. And we're going to do shows about motherfuckers that's real-life shit. We're not even trying to come up with new ideas for sitcoms. We're not even trying to come up with a new Cosby show. Cosby show, can't redo it. Fanny Matters, you can't redo Steve Urkel. You can't redo Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel was a character you can't redo. You can't redo different shows. You can't change Arnold and Willis Jackson. Arnold and Willis Jackson was Arnold and Willis Jackson, and we can't recuperate them. We can't re um we can't redo Roger and rerun um you know what's happening, Dwayne. We can't redo all that. We cannot keep trying to redo all these sitcoms, and we cannot keep trying to steal ideas and redo them and read. No, we got to come up with something else. We got to get a new style, a new hit, and then it came up reality shows. And I mean, for the most part, we don't know if these reality shows is really reality. Because for me, some of the shit that be happening on the reality shows, I'm like, this can't be real. Like, these motherfuckers in real life can't act like this. These motherfuckers in real life can't be doing this shit that they acting like they doing. This has got to be some kind of script, but we we want to think it's real. And they give us the illusion that it's real because they give us the illusion that these are normal, regular people that's living in the regular world. These ain't actors and actresses. We don't see them in movies and shit. We don't see them in stuff that they ain't supposed to be in. We don't see them acting. So we think that it's real-life reality shows. It might be fake or whatever, but we ate it the fuck up. Ate it the fuck up. I mean, really ate it the fuck up. I mean, like, it was like, I don't know what started the reality shows, but I'm going to go with keeping up with the Kardashians. That was the first time where it really was like, what is this? So it's like, okay, keeping up with the Kardashians. This, this is what the show going to be. And I was like, Okay, keeping up with the Kardashians, what the fuck is this? And then I'm like, I know who Kardashian I don't know the Kardashians. I don't know who the fucking Kardashians are. I know Kim. I know Kim Kardashian because you know how I know her. Everybody knows how Kim got known, okay? So we don't got to get into it, but we know how we know Kim. So I'm like, oh, this about Kim Kardashian and shit? So I'm thinking like, okay, I'm about to watch this. I'm going to see some freaky shit. You know what I mean? I'm going to see some freaky shit. And then I turn it on, and Kim's in here arguing with her sisters about, you know, where her dress is at. I know I had a purple dress in this closet, and now it's gone. One of you bitches took it. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Kim, suck some dick. And I'm like, yo, what is this? Like, what? What is this? I don't know what this is. This ain't, I don't want to watch this. And then I see them arguing, and then it's like Kim and Chloe, and who are these people? No. I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. This is not something I want to watch. I don't want to watch these people going on vacation and arguing about what vacation they're going to go on after they get off vacation. Like, I don't want to see rich people fight. Rich people fighting is not violent. Rich people fighting is like, no, fuck you. I'm going to call the IRS. 
I'm going to go to IRS on you. Like, you know, it's not violent. I want to see poor people fight. I don't want to see rich people fight. Like, what? That's just an argument. It's just dumb. Y'all got money. Why y'all fighting? Just go shopping or something. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't want to watch this. But apparently, everybody and their grandmom did want to watch it. Like, apparently, that was the shit. Like, keeping up with the Kardashians was some shit to watch. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? And then MTV started having, like, I'm 600 pounds. Um, I want to be a rapper. They started having, like, um, my Sweet 16. So they started broadcasting, like, shows about people um, throwing 16 rich people, throwing a 16th birthday party for their daughters and shit like that. And I'm like, I don't want to watch none of this shit, for real. I don't want to see rich people throwing parties for their daughters. I don't want to see somebody that's 600 pounds. And I'm watching them, and they talking about how they gotta, how they get to their butt, how somebody gotta wash them up, and how it's hard that they gotta lift the stomach up to get to their butt, and how they can't get out the bed, and they eating this and that. It's like, I don't wanna watch this. I'm not, it's like, what? But uh, evidently, everybody wanted to watch it. Everybody wants to see how other people is living. They're interested in that. I didn't know reality TV was gonna hit like that. I didn't know that people was really interested in how people was living. And then, um, oh, 16 and pregnant. Oh, my God. When I saw 16 and pregnant, I was just like, are you kidding me? 16 and pregnant now? That's a real show? 16 and pregnant. And then my kids is, like, sitting there, and we see a, we watch an MTV or something, or we watch the TV. And then you see a commercial for 16 and pregnant, and my daughters is, like, they little then, and they looking at me like, Dad, you can be 16 and pregnant? Oh, fuck no. Fuck no. I mean, physically... In reality, in real life, you can see it. The bitch on the show, she's 16, she's pregnant. But I lied. I said, this show's fake. That girl's 25. For real. She's just fake at 16. This is TV. That bitch is 25 years old. Okay? No. You can't be 16 and pregnant. Fuck no. That girl's 25. She ain't 16. She's 25. She's just acting like she's 16. It's TV. Shut the fuck up. Turn it off. Watch SpongeBob. You know what I mean? I'm yelling at them. 16 and Pregnant to me is, like, crazy. And then I'm thinking, this show got to go off. Like, 16 and Pregnant, I, I don't even know what the fuck, I don't even know what they're doing, what they're thinking. This show got to go off. And then it's, like, Teen Mom and Teen Mom 2 and all these Teen Moms. And I'm like, damn, 16 and Pregnant turned to Teen Mom. This show didn't go off. And then I'm like, you know what, what the fuck is this? And then I turn on Teen Mom because I'm thinking to myself, okay, Teen Mom, this show might be good. This show might be something that when my daughters get a little older, I can show them, like, look, this is what your life's going to be like if you be a teenager and you be pregnant. This is what your life's going to be like, dropping out of school, not having no friends, having to take care of a baby, da-da-da-da-da. This is going to be a hard life. And then I turn it on, and these kids on 16 and pregnant, these kids on Teen Mom, is doing shit that I ain't even doing. It's like, oh, we're going on vacation next week, and... We got to pack the baby something. We got to go on vacation next week and do this and do that. And I'm waiting on this. And I'm like, y'all going, ah, I've been working my ass off. And I can't pack my kids up and go on fucking vacation. So I'm like, oh, y'all getting paid. They getting paid off of God. These motherfuckers getting paid. So now it's like y'all not really depicting what a real teen mom is going through. Because y'all getting money from this show. So y'all getting money that y'all shouldn't have. For real. Y'all getting money that y'all shouldn't have. And then how come it seemed like most of these parents on these shows is well off? 
most of these parents on these shows got good jobs and they doing good things and they helping their kids out and kids is like got cars and they got places to live and they got stuff that they need for their kids and their babies and all that and it's like no yo no most of the teen moms I know gotta go down to the welfare office get on welfare they gotta take their babies on the bus in the stroller they got three kids and they on the bus one three one two baby in the stroller and they struggling and I gotta fucking help them carry their stroller up the bus I gotta fucking come up and help them carry their stroller up the L steps ma'am oh you and sometimes I had to give them a ride like sometimes I just feel so bad like bitch you wanna ride I got a car down here. I'll ride you to the welfare office. I ain't going to work today. You know, come on. I'll ride you to the welfare office. I don't want nothing. I don't want um. I don't want nothing. I don't want your $5 because your kids ain't going to, uh, because you got to buy them babies some if I get the kids some water. I don't want your $5. I'm just being nice. You know, I'm just being nice. You don't have to pay me. No, no, no. I don't need a lap dance. No, no, no. You don't want a hand job. No, lady, no. This ain't none of that. This is just Tyrone being nice today. I, I see you a lot. Get your kids. I'm gonna take you. You know that's what that's that's the team moms I know. Cause I was driving as a teenager and the team moms I know. And I went to West Philadelphia High School. And the thing is, West Philadelphia High School was cool. They had a program where if you was a team mom, you can bring your daughter or your son's little baby to the school. And they watch. They had a little daycare down the basement. And it's funny how teenage pregnancy got so crazy that a high school would have to have a daycare in there. It was funny to me. It was like, damn, my high school has a daycare. But it was also cool to me because it was like at least at least somebody's doing something to help these um, girls out. At least somebody's doing something to say, hey, I know you had a baby at a teenage age, and um, but and I know you need help because I know you. Uh, we still want you to graduate. We still want you to get that diploma. Now, I know you're going to miss some school. I know the baby didn't, the baby was up all night. You missed some school. It's cool. But if you want to come to school, if you want to get this diploma, we got a daycare in here. And I thought that that was cool. I thought that that was like, yo, we really is helping these kids out. We're really helping these women out. So right now, um, I'm going to get back into the TV stuff. But before then, I got to take a little commercial break because even though Anchor says the podcast is free and all that, if you want to make money, you got to monetize them. If you want to make money, you got to have sponsors. And then, you know, you got to get better. You know what I mean? You got to get better. Like my podcast right now, you know, I know you can hear the background noise a little bit. I know you can hear, like, because I'll be doing it in the car when I'm driving. I got to stop doing that. Maybe I'll stop doing it. Maybe it makes it authentic. I don't know. But, you know, the better you get, you make some money, you get more stuff. I got to buy a better computer. I got to buy, like, I might have to buy some microphones. I might have to studio this thing up. So I need the money to studio this thing. I might have to fucking get me a little studio, like maybe start making videos, be on the, you know, be on TV real quick, or something. This this thing don't stop here. This is a, a train or or a plane or an automobile or whatever that's supposed to be going places. This is just the beginning. This podcast is supposed to be going places. And until I get maybe famous or some real money or some shit, I need to um, sponsor so that I can take this shit places. So like I said. Listen to a word from my sponsor, and we'll be right back. Okay, so welcome back to the Lisper Podcast, and I'm still here. I'm the same whole same change, so I'm going to tell you my name. You know me. And so anyway, back to the Lisper Podcast, and back to what I was talking about. I was talking about how cable TV was all right, and then it, the reality shows hit. 
And then, um, so it was like Team Mom. Started out with Team Mom. We're keeping up with the Kardashians and Team Mom and my 600-pound life and all of this, all of these kind of shows. And then it was like, um, what is it? Oh, the Real Housewives and the Basketball Wives shit. The Wives shit hit. It was Real Housewives and Basketball Wives and all of those kind of shows started coming on. And I'm like, um, wait a minute. You know, basketball, real, real, first let me get into the real housewives shit. So, the real housewives come on, and I'm a man, I don't want to watch no real housewives. I don't want to watch that. I'm not interested. But it comes on, and people start watching it, and, and so people watching it. So I had a, uh, whatever you want to call it, time girlfriend lady, whatever you want to call it, whatever she was to me. So I'm like, all right. You want to watch it, let's watch it. Because I watch TV with my own. Like, my lady right now, my girl, I watch TV with her. And she likes some reality shows. She likes, like, The Real Housewives and all that. So I watch it with her. I watch basketball Wives with her. I watch Real Housewives with her because if I don't, I don't spend no time with her. You know what I mean? Like, that's our time. And I don't give a fuck about watching it for real. I want to sit. I just want to be around her. So I want to sit next to her. I want to cuddle up with her. So whatever the fuck she watching, we watch it. I don't give a fuck. Because I can watch football later. I can watch basketball later. I can watch everything on MTV. And with the with the way the cable goes now, where you can record stuff and watch later. anything I want to watch, any show that I want to watch, I can always watch it later. I'm not giving up my time with my girl to watch show TV. I'm not doing it. It ain't that important. But anyway, I go back. So the Real Housewives come on, and you got to watch the shit. And as, and as soon as it comes on, it's like, it's crazy to me. As soon as it comes on, it goes crazy to me because it's like this. It's called Real Housewives of wherever they at. They got them all over the world now. It's like Real Housewives in New York, uh, Potomac, um, Beverly Hills, Atlanta, um, New Jersey, fucking Real Housewives of the Moon, Real Housewives. They everywhere. It's Real Housewives of the Real, Real Housewives Paris. Like, they everywhere. These Real Housewives is all over the fucking world. And they got 12 shows and 82 to 100 Real Housewives, right? But the funny part is, like, there'd be seven bitches on there, and they'd be like, Real Housewives, and only two of these hoes, only two of these women are married. Two. It's like Real Housewives, and two of them are married. Two out of seven. So five of these women on here ain't married. And three out of the five don't even have boyfriends. They dating people. So this is like, first of all, this is false advertisement. He told me I was going to see a bunch of real housewives, and half of these, more than half of these people ain't housewives. That's, so that was weird to me. It was like, is she not married? Is she not married? Is she not married? And then she married. But her husband, she, I don't even ever see the husband like that. And she married. Her husband won't leave these bitches alone. It's like, her husband's everywhere. Like, he got to go to everything. They're like, well, we having a girls' night, but her husband here. It's like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And and so it's like that show crazy because there's real housewives and they're not married or whatever. And then they're not even housewives. It's like real housewives is supposed to have housewives. I don't want to watch this. They're not doing housewife shit. I'm watching it, and even when they try to fake housewife shit, it don't even be right. Even when they trying to fake like they doing housewife shit, it don't even be right. Like they they like they show the bitches like 
washing the dishes. They show them, like, washing dishes. She's supposed to be washing the dishes, but I'm like, I ain't never seen nobody wash dishes like that. I ain't never seen nobody. It's basically like I see the water turn on, I see it hit the water, then I see it with the big towel drying the dish off and putting it away. And I'm like, that's fake. She's trying to look like a housewife, but she's not because there's a dishwasher here. Look at this house. Look at this house. Nice-ass house. Chandelier, nice house. You know, nice furniture. Your husband coming home is like nice shit in here. And um, you washing dishes in the sink? No, 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 no. I know there's a dishwasher here, and I know you probably got a maid. And you hiding in that bitch because you want to act like you're a real housewife on the show. Like, no, you're not washing dishes for real. I'm not buying that. You're not washing dishes. Or when they cooking, even when you see when they cooking, if you see them and they start chopping up stuff, and they're like, yeah, I'm going to make some dinner. I'm chopping up stuff. They chopping and it don't even look authentic. I mean, she's cooking, but she got on a whole outfit that she wear, will wear outside. It's like, uh-uh, you got dressed, full makeup, full makeup and a dress on, and high heels on to cook dinner. Like, no, you're not cooking dinner for real. Y'all got a chef. I'm looking at the house again, like, you're not cooking dinner for real. And then the funny part is, you see her chopping up, you see her chopping up the uh, the green peppers. Chopping up the green peppers and onions, and her chops is all messed up. She don't even know how to chop. And I watch a lot of chop. I watch a lot of cooking shows on TV. I watch a lot of chop, and I see the, the real chef, how they chop their shit, and all they shit be even. And then you looking at her shit, she chopping it. One onion, a big piece, one onion, a small piece. When the chops is uneven. But then when she served the plate to her husband, or when she served the plate at dinner time to her friends that came over for the dinner party, that shit looked excellent. Shit looked like it was made by a chef, and I'm like... That bitch did not cook that. The bitch didn't cook that shit, and I know she didn't cook it because her chops was uneven as shit when she was chopping on that cutting board, and this shit looked like it's professionally made. And the one thing I know about professionally made food is the chops is even. The the, the onions, is, all the onion pieces is the same size when you go, when the professional makes it. They they big on that. they like, I don't want no big onion, no little onion. They got to be the same size. They big on that. That's something that'll get you cut off the chop show. You'll lose if your, um, if your vegetable pieces ain't chopped same size, you'll lose, you'll be kicked off the cooking show, so no, no, you didn't make that woman, you're trying to act like a housewife, and you're not, and you know, the housewives I know, they cook, for real, they have to, not my mom, no, not my mom, oh lord, my mom couldn't cook, she just couldn't do it, now clean, she'll clean, but cooking, no, 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 my mom ain't cooking, I wouldn't eat it, I wouldn't eat it, my mom made a hot dog, I wouldn't eat it. I'd be like, nope, she ain't boiled that right. That hot dog raw in the middle. I'm not eating it. Mm-mm. I'm not eating the hot dog. My mom can't make me nothing. There's nothing that much. If I go to my mom's house and she be like, I cook, I'm not eating nothing. There's nothing my mom can make that I'm going to eat. I'm not even going to eat it. I'm not going to put it in my mouth. I'm not even going to smell it. And my mom cook, no, oh, I'm going back out. What's that smell? Oh, Linda cook? No, she didn't. I'm leaving. Bye, Dad. I'll see you um, next week. So don't, don't put my mom in that kitchen no more. What's wrong with you? Like, what's wrong with you? Anyway, so, but they ain't cooking. They're not doing, like, a housewife shit. Like, for real, for real, if you want to see a real housewife, you got to watch Real Housewives of, like, Camden. That would be a good show. I'm going I'm to promote that show. Let's watch Real Housewives of Camden. Let's see how a housewife in Camden got to live. Like I said, you want to watch Real Housewives of Camden, she's married. Her husband don't even work. 
and they're going to show her going to the welfare office. They, she gonna be, they're going to show me. I'm going to be on that show. Real hot vibes of Camden, and I'm, it's going to be starring Tyrone. I do a lot of work in Camden because I do construction, so I work in Camden. So it'll be like, real hot vibes of Camden, and you'll see me pull up and go, hey, you need to get to the welfare office in Camden, and you got three kids. No, she got four kids. That real hot vibes of Camden got four kids, and they only four. The oldest is four. Four, three, two, and one. And, and the baby's in the stroller, and I got two babies in the stroller, two kids is in the stroller, and I got to help her get up the train. You know, you want to ride, ma'am, I'm going to work, I'll be a little late, I'll take you to the welfare office, boom, like that. That would be real hot for Candace. You're going to see her washing some dishes, you're going to see her killing some roaches, right? You're going to see her doing all that. You're going to see her, you know, telling her man, okay, man, you need to get a job, you need to get a job, we got these kids. You need to get a job. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. Like, you're going to see some real struggles, some real housewife shit. Because these women, half of them ain't even married. They're not even housewives. And the ones that are married are not housewives. They out shopping. They out shopping. They ain't never even in their house. They housewives that's never in the house. When you see them in the house, they getting ready to leave. Only time you see these bitches in the house for real is if they throwing a party, getting ready to throw a party, or they getting ready to go to a party. It's like, um, Cynthia having an event. I got to go. And you see her in the house, I'm getting ready to go to Cynthia's event. And you see her getting dressed. You see her like, oh, should these shoes go with this? And then she got to call her girlfriend. You see the phone call. These shoes. I got these new shoes, and I want to wear them to Cynthia's event. What do you think about them? And all It's like, who the fuck? Cares, but women, everybody eating this shit up. My girlfriend there, she watched this shit, eat it up, and so that's what it is. That's what it is, and I guess that's what it is. So I'm like, oh, let's watch it. And then there's basketball wise. Basketball wise is the biggest fraud ever. That shit is so fraudulent, and I'm so mad that it's fraudulent. Like it's ridiculous because they be like this. They be like basketball wise, and they come on. And when the basketball wives come on, they show their names. Like, they show the, the person, they show their names, and they show how they're related to basketball. Now, basketball wives was a show I wanted to watch originally. When they first said they were doing a basketball wives show, I was like, what? And then when they said Shawnee O'Neal was on there, I was like, you know, I'm a Lakers fan. Shaq's my man, and Shaq and Shawnee went through some shit. So I'm thinking, like, okay, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to see what happened between Shaq and Shawnee. I'm going to see how cool they are. Shaq's my man. I know Shawnee. I feel like I know Shawnee as much as I've seen and heard about her because I was a Lakers fan. I used to see at the Lakers game. I know Shawnee. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch this shit. And then it's not what you, it's not that. Shawnee barely even brought Shaq up. Yeah, I'm Shaq White, but me and Shaq ain't together. Shaq ain't on the show, for real. Shaq on the show now a little bit, but Shaq wasn't on the show back then. It was like, no Shaq. It's like you couldn't even say Shaq. It's like if a bitch says Shaq on this show, she's fired. She brings Shaq up, she might get fired. Like, you bring Shaq with sensitive subjects to Shawnee on this show when it first came out. So I'm like, okay, there's no Shaq on here. But the biggest fraud, they show their names and they show, and I'm thinking like, okay, these are going to be basketball wise. I might see Lala on here. I might see, like, Dirk wife. Dirk might, I think Dirk got a black wife. I might see Dirk's wife on here. No. These is not the basketball wives of the basketball players that we know and love today. These are basketball like, they're not even wives. That's the big thing. It'd be like basketball wives, and then it'd be like this bitch, ex-wife for this star, this girl, ex-girlfriend, never even married her, ex-girlfriend of such and such, this girl, a baby mama. If you have a baby with a basketball player, you could be on this show. This girl just got a baby by him. He don't even talk to her. 
He don't even really talk to her. He just go get his son and pay child support, and then if she got a baby by him, she gets to be on the show. You know what I mean? And, and she gets to be on the show. And then and, uh, Matt, Matt Barnes was playing for the Lakers, and I liked him. And his girlfriend was on the show, and she was kind of cute and watched the show. Okay, I like her. Her sister got on it. She was the sister of his girlfriend, and she had a baby by an NBA star, I think. She had a baby by somebody from Duke Connections or whatever. But she was on the show. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This show is fraudulent. And then I seen uh, Jennifer, and it said wife of Eric Williams. And I really got distraught. I really, because I know Eric Williams he used to play for the Celtics, and I know him. And I'm like, he don't play basketball no more, so he's retired. So I don't know why we want to see the ex-wife of a retired basketball player. This is supposed to be basketball-wise. He ain't got nothing to do with basketball no more. He's retired. But then I was just like, I can't wait to see his wife. I'm like, oh, his wife on here? Let me see her. Because Eric Williams, I was just like, you know, you don't judge men because it's gay. Men don't judge men because it's gay. So I'm not judging the man. I'm not saying, like, oh, he look good, he look, don't look good, because men don't judge men because he's gay. So when you got another, when you got a man that's saying that a motherfucker is ugly and I'm a man, I'm a real man, ain't nothing gay about me. Anybody know me? No, I'm not gay. I got a bunch of kids. I've had a bunch of girlfriends. Uh, I, I, and if you see what I got now, if you see what I got now, you you know. I ain't gay, okay? Nothing gay about me. But um, Eric Williams. Ugly motherfucker, like, like on some Predator Auto shit. Use an ugly motherfucker, like that, yo. So I had to see his wife, and I'm like, Jennifer's alright, she, she good looking. Like, what the fuck is going on? She good looking. And then, he go on there, and then I watch it, and then they're getting divorced. Jennifer is about to be the ex-wife of this ugly motherfucker, right? Why? He was cheating. Eric Williams, I said, that money talk, money talking bullshit, walk, money talking bullshit, walk. Because I'm like, Eric Williams was cheating on her, and look at him, alien. That motherfucker ain't even, he is not, he was not born here on this planet. When I say here, I mean the planet. That motherfucker was not born on Earth. Him and Sam Cassell, he was born wherever Sam Cassell was born. They was born on the same fucking planet, and we're going to find out where them motherfuckers is from one day, and I'm going to come right back on this podcast and tell you, I told y'all, I told y'all Sam Cassell and fucking Eric Williams wasn't born on the, in, in the, uh, on the planet. They is illegal alien aliens, for real. But anyway, so she was, so they getting divorced, she was married to him, but that show is fraudulent. It's like, None of these women are real basketball wives. And where's Lala? She's Magic Carmelo. I want to see her. No? Okay, I can't. Because they don't want you in their business. Okay, fine, cool. So now that show hits off none of these women basketball wives. And um and Jackie Christie. I'm like, I don't want to see Doug Christie. He played on the Sacramento Kings when when the Lakers was going through with the Kings. I hate Doug Christie. He the one who tried to say he could shut Kobe down. He was playing good defense on Kobe. He did. He played good defense. But fuck him. Because I don't like I don't like Doug Christie because he played against the Lakers. I don't like him. But now I'm going to get off of that and I'm going to go to the, you know, Mona Scott. Mona Scott. Yo, I got to give it up to my black lady, Mona Scott, Black John. She said, came in here and she said, all of these rich white people and all of these rich, you know, some of these black people that got money making these shows, these real housewife shows, basketball wives, and this shit is fraudulent than the motherfucker, and they not housewife. She probably was thinking the same shit that I'm telling y'all right now. Mona Scott was probably thinking that same shit. Like, wait a minute. Who wants to keep up with these Kardashians? Who wants to watch these people be 16 and pregnant? Who wants to watch these fraudulent housewives? And Mona Scott was like, okay, I'm going to find out what I can do. 
some shit for real, some black people shit. And she was like, um, this shit's fraudulent. All of this fraudulent stuff, I'm going to show you all some real stuff. And so that's what she was doing. And so with Mona, I'm like, okay. But, yeah, I got to pause for a second. I'll be right back. Okay, sorry about that slight break. Um, I'm back again. Uh, so where was that? Oh, I was there with Mona Scott. So Mona Scott decided that she was going to get in on this, um, on this reality show craze. And, and now it's like Love and Hip Hop and Black Ink Crew and all these reality shows. And I wanted to see Love and Hip Hop. I'm like, Love and Hip Hop, okay, I'll watch it. I want to see this. I'm in the hip hop. I'm in the hip hop. I've been a hip hop star. I'm in the Wu-Tang. I'm in the all. I'm in the hip hop. I'm not in there as much as today's hip hop, but I'm into it and I want to see it. And then I was delighted because... It wasn't about today's hip-hop. Most of the people that was on Love & Hip Hop was either stars that hadn't become stars yet, like people that are trying to get to be out, or it was about people that kind of had a little hip-hop career and kind of went down and they and they might be trying to get back. So I thought that was kind of cool. So I watched this show. But now, Love & Hip Hop is just like a guilty pleasure for me because it's not a good show, for real, as far as like, you know... As far as like being quality TV, it's not quality TV. Some of it may look like it's scripted. Some of, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to watch. And it's just crazy. And people want to degrade it and say, oh, we painting black people in a bad light. And we making black people look bad. But I don't think we making black people look bad. I think this is probably, Mona Scott shit is probably like the realest shit more than them, than them white people shit. Because the white people is, you know it's fraudulent. It's like, like I said, housewives are supposed to do housewife stuff. These housewives ain't doing housewife stuff. They doing like they throwing a bunch of parties and doing like a bunch of stuff that I don't I don't relate to. I'ma say I ain't saying it's fake. It's just something that I don't relate to. That's not my depiction of a housewife. These hip hop stars, and you know, I'll be thinking that the stuff is fraudulent. But then when you watch the news and the media and all of that stuff, these people do be having beefs. These people do be fighting in real life. It's always something going on with hip-hop artists. There's always something going on with a producer and, and his record label. There's always something going on with somebody in the studio. There's always something going on with rumors about this person cheating with that person and this person having babies by that person's sex. So, so it's almost real. And even if it ain't real, we get an inside look at what might be fake. We get an inside look. It's just fun. It's just fun to watch. I don't take that shit as reality or, uh, you know, I take it with a grain of salt, but it's so fun to watch sometimes. It's so fun to watch sometimes. But for real, for real, I'm just taking it back um, by these men. It's weird to me because a lot of these guys in hip hop, like gangster rap, you know what I mean? Gangster rap is about gangsters. And a lot of these guys in hip-hop is supposed to be gangsters. They doing gangster shit. They talking gangster shit on their rhymes. They rapping about gangster shit. They supposed to be gangsters. And then a lot of these guys on these loving hip-hop shows be bitchy, like, fighting, arguing over bitch shit for real to me. It be like they be arguing over bitch shit or they do shit to their mans and them that they not supposed to do. And then when they mans and them be like, you did this, you did that, they be like, no, fuck you, nigga, like this and that. But it's like... Real life, this street shit, you doing shit that your, to your mans and them you ain't supposed to do. Or you doing shit to these broads that you're not supposed to do, my man. Like, cheating is one thing, but how you you getting down like that in these streets? Like, no, you don't get down like that. Like, Peter Guns, yo, the way Peter Guns was moving and, and getting down was like something that I don't think, like, you know how you be like, 
That ain't man shit. That ain't man shit. Some of the shit that Peter Guns was doing, I was like, yo, that's not man shit. That's not how a real man really get down in these streets with these women. Like, you got a, a woman that you got kids by that you claim that you love, you care about, and then you keeping her on the string so you can fuck this up. Like, no, man. Like, a lot of shit Peter Guns was doing, I couldn't I couldn't be on that type time. It's just like, that ain't man shit. And then a lot of these guys that's supposed to be gangsters is on this show arguing with women on this show, like, want to throw drinks. Like, on the shows, like, I'm just like, some of these men on this Love Hip Hop show, I don't like these men. It's like, if they doing this for TV, because if this is real life and this is how you really roll in real life and you on TV doing this, people is looking at you. I'm looking at you. The only one I didn't, you know, and I'm looking at a lot of them men funny. I, and you know what's cracking me up? Jim Jones cracked me the fuck up because he is, <clears throat> Jim Jones, for real, for real, is the most believable character in reality tv history he's the most believable if if uh, if loving hip-hop is fraudulent if they scripting some of that shit which i believe all some of that shit is scripted like black ink i believe some of that shit is scripted too like i don't believe all of that shit that be happening going on in black ink is um believable and not scripted and that sky girl sky on black ink she's gotta be i mean i know the girl probably really is crazy in real life but some of that shit they gotta be scripted because she goes too far and that shit, it's like, people ain't gonna be around her. Like, Sky would not have the support of Black Ink Crew. She would not have the support of all the friends and family that she's saying that support her because a lot of people ain't gonna keep going through that shit with you over and over and over again. But I'm not saying that. But Jim Jones is the most believable character in reality TV. If anything is scripted, Jim Jones ain't scripted. Because that motherfucker just, like, all Jim Jones did was support his lady and get high, and that's it, every time you've seen him, he was high, Jim Jones ain't know what the fuck's going on, they be talking to me like, man, I don't know, I'm just, where my, where's my girl at, where's she at, I need to see her, where's she at, what's she doing, I don't know, like, Jim Jones was just high, and just like, on some chill shit, like, he wasn't even involved in all of that beef shit. And when it was beef, Jim Jones was just like, yo, we gonna fuck this nigga. I'm like, anytime that there was beef or anytime that there was a problem, Jim Jones was basically like, well, let's get, let's get cracking. Let's fuck somebody up. Let's rumble. And there was rumors that they all ran from the rucker or whatever. Or I think Jim Jones was the only one who got beat up or something. There's rumors about him doing some bitch shit in real life. But on the show, I ain't seen him doing no bitch shit. Like, on the show, Jim Jones was just chilling. He was my man's and I'm like, he was a believable character but anyway so that's what i was just saying that reality tv took over and now i'm getting tired of that because i, I only watch the real housewives shows and the basketball wise shows because that's what my girl watched i watch loving hip-hop because it's kind of loving hip-hop and black ink is kind of a guilty pleasure for me it's like it's not the kind of tv that i want to watch but it's like some of that shit is just hilarious to me some of that shit is real comical to me and some of that shit is like I'm like, how do these men act like this? Like, that ain't man shit. And I'm just, like, confused. I'm just like, these men is acting crazy. Papoose, I gotta give it up to Papoose. Like, Papoose, real nigga, too. Like, Papoose, he supports his woman. He take care of his family. He held Remy down all that time. And he's got Remy back where she need to be. They about to not be on that show soon. Papoose is her manager. He got her on that show so he can get her back to where she need to be. And he's getting her back to where she need to be back on top of the game. And then... 
that shit is cool. Like, I big up my... Papoose is my man. Like, you held her down while she was in prison. You held the family down. And as soon as she got back out, you got back to the business. And then you had your baby. Like, you did... Yo, Papoose. And you got the wedding. You got married. Like, Papoose doing... Yo, that's real man shit. That's man shit right there. Papoose, that's man shit right there. You know what I mean? But getting back to that. But now, you know, I watch them shows... And I want to see some shit. It's like a guilty pleasure for me. But it's like, if if Black Ink and Love and Hip Hop disappeared right now, if them shows went off air right now and never came on again, it would be all right. I'd be cool with it. Because it's not really good TV. It's not something that you really want to watch. But it's just like it's something that you... You know how you on a diet and you ain't supposed to eat ice cream, but you go eat the ice cream because it tastes good? And you eat it? That's that's what Black, that's what Black Ink, that's what Mona Scott shows are to me. They like... Uh, I'm going to eat the ice cream, even though I'm not supposed to. And even though I might not even really want the ice cream, but I open the freezer, I see the ice cream, I don't want it. But it's like, it's ice cream. Let me take a little bit. Let me get a scoop. That's how I love and hip-hop and all them shows are to me. So I'll watch them, but I digress. But now I'm getting tired of that shit, too, because now it's love and hip-hop. It was New York. That was cool. Then they did love and hip-hop. It's love and hip-hop New York. It's love and hip-hop uh, Hollywood. That's, I mean, it, you going to Hollywood, okay. And then there's love and hip-hop. Uh, Atlanta, and I'm like, all right, and then they did Love and Hip Hop Miami. I don't think that Love and Hip Hop Miami is coming back on. I didn't know why you would do who was in Miami. I'm like, who's in Miami that can do Love and Hip Hop? And then, of course, it was Trina and Trick Daddy, and I'm like, Trina cool because Trina pop and down there in Miami, and Trina always been kind of cool. She seemed like a down chick. Trina cool, but nobody don't care about no fucking trick daddy and all these other rappers that's down there in Miami. It's like, I don't even, who is these people? We don't even know none of these people, like Rich Dollars and some of the people from New York, Peter Guns and um, Safari. The people in New York, I heard of them. I know some of them people. In my, in Atlanta, you know, Scrappy and them, Rashida and them, they was people like, I heard of these people, I know these people. In Miami, besides Trick and Trina, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck these people are. I don't, I don't know these people. I don't even, I'm not even interested. Like, Miami one, like, yo, you got to go the fuck off. Like, this, the Miami one is starting. And then, Black Ink. I thought Black Ink was about the Black Ink crew. They named with Black Ink, and it's all good. Now they got Black Ink Chicago, and it's like, they not even a Black Ink thing. So, it's like, oh, it's Black Ink Chicago, but it's about 9Mag. It was weird at first. Like, this ain't even a Black Ink, you know, a black ink tattoo shop. This is a nine mag, but it's black ink Chicago. So it's not about black ink shop. It's about not a different shop in Chicago, but we're going to keep the name of the show just so we can relate it. It's cool. And then they got another black ink coming out. It's cool. But I'm just like, the reality shows have hit. And that's what's mostly on cable now. It's all reality shows, Real Housewives of Everywhere, Real Housewives of the Moon, like I said. And now Black Ink. And um, I ain't knocking on it, though. She saw them white people get that money. She said, I'm going to get this motherfucking money, too. And I'm going to put some shit on there, and it's going to get watched. And so I, I ain't knocking her. But the reality TV craze has just took over cable television and has taken over the world. And I don't know about that. But I'm going to keep watching. But maybe one day we'll get back to real TV We'll get back to real sitcoms. We'll get back to all the, you know, the kind of TV that you really want to watch. Not the guilty pleasure kind. Not this reality TV show shit. But kind of like real TV that you really want to watch. But until then, 
I'm going to keep watching shit that I'm watching. I'm going to watch the shows with my lady. I'm going to watch the reality, love, and hip-hop, black gang shit. I'm going to watch it. And then, of course, I'm going to watch my ESPN and all my sports and stuff. And the movies. I like the movies. I'm going to watch that. And like I said, maybe one day TV will get back to the place where it was. TV will get back to where you can actually sit down with your whole family and watch something and have everybody, you know, be entertained. But until then... It is what it is. And um, I'm Tyrone. This has been the Lisper Podcast. And thanks for listening. Bye-bye.